So we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Um, the Moafa podcast, it died for a while. We blame babies, we blame poor form, but really there's no excuses. But thanks to COVID, Laura's workplace investing in Zoom, and me and Wilson having some spare time in the evenings, we're going to bring the Moafa podcast back better than ever for the 2020-2021 season. Um, the last season ended quite weirdly, but it got to the end. We crowned some winners. We had some losers, and yeah, here we are back. So, of course, I'm Stilo. I'm going to be your host of the pod this year, um, and I'm joined today by Mr. Moafa Football himself, Matt Wilson. Matt, how are you? Yeah, good, mate. Good. Good to be back. Uh, it's been a short break, obviously, with the with the COVID-disrupted seasons we're in the middle of here, um, but a short turnaround's not a bad thing. It gets us back into the world of uh, FPL, which uh, all of us love. So, it's, yeah, it's good to be back. Awesome. So we're sort of going to treat this this podcast as a test run intro for everyone. So we've um, got a few new players this year, a few old players who've never really known what's going on, but muddle through anyway, eh, Garnet? So um, <laughs> first off, as uh, Mr. Wilson is the man who you'd almost call him Mr. Wellington Football, um, we're going to get him to run us through the structure of the MOFA competitions this year, um, but touching on the finals and promotion relegation and all, all that good stuff. Yeah, so uh, MOFA has, uh, until probably three years ago when we launched the Victoria Cup, now got four uh, active competitions. Uh, we've got our two head-to-head leagues, which uh, is the MOFA Super League, which is our top tier. Uh, of 18 teams and then we've got our second tier which is the uh, Moafa B League which has 20 teams. Um, our our third third comp that runs I guess you could say parallel with those two head-to-head leagues involves both uh, head-to-head leagues combined uh, plus other people that like to join that's the Moafa Championship and that's the points based league uh, with just total points for the season and as mentioned, our Victoria Cup, which is our, effectively our, our fantasy version of the FA Cup. So um, at the end of November, the top 16 in both head-to-head leagues will qualify for that one. So that's, um, that's a bit of fun. And that was the uh, Callum Campbell, who uh, is Mangaraki Town Manager. That was his baby a few years ago. So he'll look out for him on Moafa TV in a few months' time to do the first-round draw for that. Um, back to the Super League, which is our top-tier head-to-head league. Um, so that basically enrol- involves uh, every team playing each other twice uh, in your standard round robin through to game week 34. So game week one to 34. And then we have four rounds of finals football, the Super League final series, which involves the top eight sides. Um, and we did last year make a slight tweak to the final system. It was just straight knockout uh, from that first week, but we have changed it recently with the top four if they lose in the first week of the finals in game week 35, they still have the opportunity to progress. Um, so that's a little tweak. And, and you will, if those that have read the Moafa Manifesto, um, you'll see the, I guess, the intricate layout of how that works. So the aim of, in the Super League is to basically reach the top eight uh, with a chance of being crowned uh, the champion, which currently defending champion is Tom Niels in London. Uh, his football fondless side defeated myself in the final um, back last month. Uh, our B League is, as I said, 20 teams, and that is straight round robin for the full 38 game weeks. Um, 
straight slog to find out who gets promoted to the Super League. So should have said in the Super League, the bottom two get relegated from the top tier and the third from bottom side in 16th, they also get relegated if they've got less overall points in the Moafa Championship compared to the third place side in the B League. So the top two in the B League are automatically promoted regardless. So it's the top three in the B League that get promoted generally. That's what we're looking for. Uh, there's no relegation from the B League unless we ever launch a C League, but those guys that finish in the bottom get a lot of shit. Uh, Mike Garnett looking at you. Um, so that's kind of our basic structure, and we've had the leagues running for about 11 years now, and they've slowly grown and morphed into something bigger, um, hence why we're now in the world of podcasts. So yeah, Stilo, that's, uh, that's sort of the makeup of our comp, so I don't know yeah. if you needed to mention so anything more there. Just want to touch on a couple of things. Obviously, spaces in the leagues do free up as well as players um, step away. So if you've got any friends who are interested in getting involved in the Moafa leagues, get them involved in the championship to start with, and then top performers from the championship can usually work their way into the B League. Um, we look at we look at the end of each season at those guys who maybe not aren't at, aren't playing for the full season, aren't getting involved, and um, look to see what we can do to bring in some guys who want to be there. And it's not trying to create something that's elitist. We just we just want to create something where everyone's getting stuck in. Like the fun of the fun of these leagues is everyone plays hard out, everyone wants to take each other out. Even if you're having a shit season, you can still fuck up someone else's season, <laughs> which is always quite beautiful. So yeah, if people are keen, give them the championship details and get them involved. And the other thing is, once again, last season for the first time I put together a money league. We had 11 players chucking in 20 bucks each and had a decent prize pool with some people walking away with some cash. Running that again this year. If you're keen to get involved in that, flick me a message on Facebook and we'll get you involved. At this stage, we have eight players for the season so far, so a prize pool of 160 bucks. But obviously, the more people that get involved, the better that prize money. So yeah, that's, um, that really well lays out the structure of the season. So um, let's now get into some of the good stuff, the personnel. So um, Wilson's going to run us through, first of all, the participants in the B-League. Um, we've got a few new characters in the B-League this year, so we can give you a brief intro on those guys and how we know them, because it's always good to sort of see where people fit into this lovely community we've created. Um, and then we'll tell you who we think is going to do well and who's going to drop like a stone. Um, so Wilson, if you just want to run us through the players, and then we can have a bit of bit of a chat on on yeah. what they're like. Yeah, sure. Um, so our B League for 2021 season 2021. Um, firstly, our our um, two guys that were relegated at the end of the season from the Super League. So Callum Campbell and Mangaraki Town, and Tom Hill and Shabba Rovers, they enter the B League this year, having been relegated from uh, the Super League. Um, they're joined by Laurie Wilson, strike-minded United, who uh, seems to be an ever-present in the B-League these days. Uh, Matt Ryan and his Harcourt Honey Badgers, Jess Garnett, and Jessie GFC, who last year became the first female uh, Moafa manager. So she is still the only female this year, but we are, of course, looking to diversify um, when we get the opportunity. Mike Garnett and FC Gannett. So 
husband and wife uh, battling it out in the B League once again. Michael Roberts and Milky's Magicians, another ever present in the B League. Uh, Mark Borich, Ham and Helmet United. Karen Cannon, Kizzy Crumble FC. Uh, Anthony Barneo with his Denton FC United team. Andy Hayes, I've put Ole out as your team name because that was it last year, but I know it changes every year. I can't quite remember what you've put this year. Um, Johnny MacGyver, Game Overies. Adam Hughes, an old Whitby FC who joined us last year. So this is his second season. Jesse Farmer, What a Moment FC, uh, also his second season, having joined last year. Chris Cowman, Battersea Town, who's been with us since the very first season. Um, he was, was a Super League manager. He's now in the B League these days. Ben Inkster and the Invincibles, another ever-present. Tobias Otting and Lamageddon FC, who also joined us last year, so he's playing his second season. Um, Craig Cheverton, Fun Lovren Criminals. I know that was the team name you had uh, last year, mate, um, but welcome. You're one of our new entries this year into the B-League. Um, you've been in the championship for a few years, and the points base doing very, very well. You've got a lot of experience, so we're looking forward to seeing how you go. Uh, Diggy Norman, uh, a new entry as well this year. We don't know much about your experience with FPL, Diggy, but um, I have heard only good things. And Shane Gooch is our final entry, um, and he brings his Goochinator's side into the B League this year. Um, I understand he's a very good uh, NRL fantasy player, uh, and he started FPL last year, so good to have him in there as well, Stilo. So that's our, yeah. um, that's our 20 for this, this season in the B League. So, yeah, just giving a bit of background to those three new players. So, Craig, um, I play football with him every Sunday. Um, he's known for poaching a goal on the goal line. That seems to be his main <laughs> talent for us and being a rock-solid rock solid player in the midfield. Liverpool fan, but don't hold that against him. But I know how excited he is to get involved. Um, then Diggy Norman. Diggy um, knows a lot of us lads from Wellington. Um, bit of a cricketer, bit of a rugby player but really keen to get involved with fantasy. I know he's been playing as part of the MPI um, league um, in between making sure people are getting money for their Embovis cows. Um, so <laughs> Diggy's really excited. I actually saw him in the office on um, Friday and, um, yeah, really pumped. And then Shane Gooch. Um, actually, Gooch messaged me during the week. He's super excited to get involved in this. Um, I think he's going to be a good... I think we've got some really good additions to the league this this season. Um, mm. And on top of the players we've added over the past seasons, it's just getting better and better, which sort of brings me to who are your um, promotion favourites, Willie? Um, yeah, the B-League is, is, is tough. And I, I like to think, as much as it is a fantasy game and anything can happen, I like to think that experience uh, of... I guess playing for a full 38 weeks and having done it in previous seasons would be why I would weight these guys I'm about to mention as, as my favourites. I think right up there, uh, once again, is Michael Roberts and, and Milky's Magicians. Robbo um, has, has uh, come very close in the last couple of seasons, um, finishing, I think, fourth twice or maybe fourth once and fifth. So he's been just outside that top three. I think he'll be massive... Uh, Massively close to doing it this year if, if, he, if he doesn't. Um, I, think, I think you can't rule out Callum Campbell in Mangaraki Town, as much as it pains me to say that. Um, I think CC will be right up there. I've spoken to him um, over the last couple of weeks quite extensively over WhatsApp on his, 
on where he thinks he's at with FPL this year and he thinks he's ready to refocus and, in his words, bring the heat. Um, and he's mentioned that several times. He does talk a lot of shit, but I think he genuinely is, is, is someone that can look to bounce straight back into the Super League. Um, I actually am going to put a bit of a, a an out there pick here. He's, he's, he's improved gradually over his last two years that he's been in the league. I'm actually going to say Matt Ryan has a shot as well this year. If he changes his team every week and makes sensible decisions, I think he could have a shot as well. Um, and I'll put I'll chuck one more out there. Uh, I think that uh, I'm just looking down the list here of names. <laughs> Um, I have a sneaking suspicion that one of the new boys is going to make a good shot of it. I think either Shane, uh, Shane Gooch or Craig uh, could possibly be up there this year, just based on their pedigree in other FPL games. But also Craig in particular has been quite a solid FPL player in the championship for a few years um, before entering into our head-to-heads. So that that would be my picks, I think. I was just going to say that we've usually had someone who's come in and done really well straight off the bat. And I think um, Craig and Shane in particular are really well equipped to do that. Um, Craig's, Craig's yeah, just been a solid performer in the championship and Shane's just got that. Mm. He just knows how to play fantasy fantasy yeah. sports, a bit like old old mate G. Rewe. Yeah. So um, <laughs> we can expect those two to really... Um, to really bring the heat as Callum Campbell would say so yeah. um, moving on from the B League to the Super League um, yeah. always an absolute fight it's um, getting harder and harder to stay in that league as we look at the quality of the players that have been relegated in the past seasons and the quality of the guys coming up so if you just want to run us through run us through the 18 managers that will be um, yeah. taking that on this season yeah, so our Super League, our top tier this year, um, is going to be uh, our defending champion, Thomas Nielsen, and his football formers team. Been an absolutely solid player since he's come in uh, for the last couple of seasons. Um, he'll be very tough to beat this year. Uh, myself, uh, Wilson Athletic, uh, Dan Parker and Naki Juniors, another very strong player. Actually, I'm not going to say strong player anymore because most of the guys in this league are very good players. Uh, Austin Dusto and Surprise Package. Uh, who is a three-time former champion. Uh, he'll love me mentioning that. Jason Carpenter and the Bangers. Aidan Lawrence uh, and Aidan's Amigos. Scotty Martin and Scarborough Forest. Uh, and you're present. Tim Roots and Mott Tigers. Uh, Grant Rewi and Borley United. Matt Steele, Bush 11. Uh, Robert Farmer and Farms United, uh, who came up last year from, from the B-League, along with Thomas Nielsen and the Fondlers, I might add there. Uh, Matt Rowe and Whitby Lakes, Mark McLeod and Marksman, Marcus Elson and Banoffi Monsters, uh, Sam Curry and Curry Train, who are also our defending Victoria Cup champions. Um, John O'Pierce and NZ Spurs have come up for the second time from the B League into the Super League. So they're going to have Super League another crack. So big season for John O. Uh, Ian Fraser and West Arsenal City, they've also come up from the B League. Um, promoted. Um, so it's his second uh, time in the Super League. So again, he'll be given another crack to try and cement himself in, in the top league. And our final promoted team was uh, Danger Zone, Duncan Stewart, um, who's had a few years uh, out of the 
out of the top tier, um, battling it out in the B League, but he, he performed very well back end of the, the previous season to get himself up uh, in third spot. Um, so yeah, that's our Super League. Oh, I yeah. should I should actually add that we had a guy last year by the name of Colin Jacobs. He was in our Super League, but he decided to call it a day, which is fair enough. He's you know he's, he's allowed to do that, and in that situation, we always promote the third team. Uh, yep. automatically if a guy decides to tap out from our top yeah. yeah, so we can't be accused of being too much of a closed shop in that Super League. Um, just before we get on to who's going to do well and who might not, um, those promoted teams, super interesting. So John O'Pierce, I believe, um, he's got involved as he was the um, flatmate of uh, one Michael Cowman in London. Is that, is that <laughs> how he's involved in the situation? Yeah, so yeah, so I, I personally know Jono from from our sort of our days in London, uh, and yep. his uh, friends up with a good friend of ours by the name of Michael Kelman. He used to play in the Moafa leagues, but um, has it for a number of years now. Um, yep. So yeah, that's how we all know Jono. Few of us. Yeah, Ian Fraser. Um, I met Ian because he started going out with one of my flatmates way back in the day. They're now married, and so Ian's been one of the boys who's been involved for a long, a long time. And then finally, we have um, Deestu, who has been part of the Moafa for a long time. Um, did quite well when he initially came on, had a couple of lower seasons, but looks to be on the way back up. Mm. So in terms of the big performers this season, I might lead us off this time. Um, yeah, I'm going to say Tom Nielsen. Um, that guy just performs, and I can't see him doing anything else but performing this season. Um, mm -hmm. I think as well, I think a little bit of a dark horse is Scotty Martin. He has fallen at the first hurdle in the finals the past couple of seasons, so he will be mm -hmm. really desperate to not have that happen again. And I think final pick... I think we're also due a good Mark McLeod season. Mark is um, probably a definition of rocks and diamonds when it comes to the Super League. But um, I think we're due some diamonds from Mark. Maybe a second and, title. <laughs> yeah, and I think the way they've changed some of the positions for some players leans quite well into his his way of doing things differently. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I... Um... I still think, um, I yeah, I still think Dan Parker and Tim Roots will have a big say as well. Um, those two yeah. guys, in particular, for me, uh, are very strong players year in year out. Just very consistent. Um, yeah. And you know, Dan's won a championship. He hasn't quite won a Super League yet, and Tim's come as close as you can come, losing in the final. So, yeah, I think those two for me. I'd, I'd maybe add to that list, but I don't disagree with what you said. No, definitely. Those those guys, I think, this year. And in terms of those that struggle, it's really hard to pick. Um, it's the sort of league where anyone can get themselves in relegation trouble. Um, yeah. You'd know so more than, would, you'd know well about that last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> last year, Jesus, it took me what eleven weeks to get a win, and only just yeah. missed out on the final. So even if you start shitty, you still got yeah. a chance. I think yeah. um, I think Marcus will be wanting to prove that he can scrap his way into the finals. And I think Austin yeah. in particular will be wanting to show that he's not always one season on, one season off. Yeah, 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 for sure. Create a bit of consistency. 
Um, yeah. I mean, you, you look at that Super League, and I, I know I just said I'd, I'll stop saying they're a really strong player because it, it is absolutely the case. When you get that fixture list at start of game week one, when the website uploads or, or you know refreshes with the fixtures, you, you go through every game and you, you can't pick out a game you think, oh, yeah, that's an easy win or oh, I might have the rub of the green in that one. You just, they're all incredibly strong players right across the board. Um, you know, we've, you know, we've singled out a couple of guys there, but the other, you know, the rest of them, they're not really that far off also yeah. being a threat. So um, it's a very strong league. And that's, that stems back to what we said at the start about wanting guys to play for the full 38 weeks. Um, by getting guys in, it's only going to increase the quality of what we've got going on, which is, you know, great. Yeah, that's the thing. This is so enjoyable because we have a group of people that just want to play and want to have a bit of bit of chat and basically just just want to just want to play some good fantasy football. Mm. So that's um, that's us done for the preview of the season. Before we go though, let's talk about some real football. Um, we, had a, we had a chat before we came on, on air, Willie. Um, we think the game of the round this week is probably Tottenham hosting Everton. Um, Tottenham Tottenham at home, although it does that matter with no crowds. Um, Everton <laughs> having made some decent buys, including um, Hemi Rogers, as we're calling him. <laughs> um, yeah. So that'll be a big game. That one's on at 3.30 Monday morning if you live in New Zealand. If you live anywhere else, look up, look it up for yourself. Um, but before we go, I just want to get your thoughts, Willie, on sort of the one or two players that you you are looking out for in this first round. Um, possibly the person, the person that you think might be the key performer and also those players you're keeping a sneaky eye on for your team yeah. in the future. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I mean, a lot of these guys listening, you guys are all going to have your own ideas and thoughts, and you probably know which players are going to fire and which aren't, or have a sneaking suspicion week one. I think, I think you can't look past uh, Aubameyang in week one. Um, Arsenal under Arteta, fresh team going to Fulham, who have been just been promoted, um, and we know what happened last time they got promoted. They conceded more goals, I think, than any other team in the league. They don't look to have strengthened really that much either. Um, so I think Aubameyang is a good pick in week one. Um, I'm still a bit sceptical, but I also think Timo Werner uh, could potentially hit the ground running. Um, he's got great stats from, from the Bundesliga coming into the Premier League. They are away at Brighton. Again, Brighton have strengthened defensively, so I'm a bit more iffy on that one, but those would be my two, I guess, big names that I would yep. um, back week one. Um, and sorry, you just wanted maybe one more like, yeah, sneaky, who, who, sneaky. Who might you not get in, but is on the fringes, that guy that you're like, oh, I want to see how this guy goes. He could be, he could be a good mm. shout in the weeks to come. I think for me at the moment, that player is probably... There's so much choice this year. Um, you've put me on the spot here. Um, I think I'm going to go for someone by the name of Shay Adams uh, at Southampton. Hit the gr- oh, no, didn't hit the ground running. Finished uh, post lockdown and the, the project restart very strong. Um, and I think that Hazen Hurtle could potentially play two up top with with himself and obviously the, the man of the moment, Danny Ings. 
Um, and I think Adams might might just be a bit of a surprise early on if he if he's not already known to everyone as being someone that could um, get off to a flyer. Yeah, I think that's a good shout. And just and just um, for me, I agree with you. Aubameyang and Werner are the two to watch out for. Um, I'm also keeping an eye on um, Newcastle. They've looks like they've made some signings. So. Fraser and Wilson, I think. Fraser and, Fraser and Wilson coming in also sort of start to create opportunities for those guys that are quite good but had no one to deliver to at Newcastle. And they're not yeah. just going to be relying on the the broken man, Andy Carroll, up front. Yeah. So, yeah. Sure. Well, I think we'll call it a wrap there for, for, for tonight. Um, but, yeah, keep an eye out. Um, keep an eye out week after week when they try to get these out there, lads. Um, we're going to try and get a few of you on as um, guests to do some interviews and chat about how you're playing this season and what your thoughts are. And we'll also try and um, come up with some special segments as we move on through. This is a work in progress, so if any feedback you have, just um, flick us a message and that'd be great. But um, from all of us here at Moafa, um, that's a goodbye from um, myself and... Goodbye from myself, and uh, we'll see you guys in a few days where we do battle week one. Let's go. Here we Bring go. Bring it on. <laughs>